Hi there. This is the Woman Inspired Podcast, and I'm the Woman Inspired Karen. I'm hoping to inspire you today. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this episode, which is titled Dressed for Success. And yes, I, I had another episode years ago called Dress for Success, and this is kind of a follow-up, uh, I guess, Dress for Success dupes twice, double, second, part two, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But we'll talk about that in just a moment, because first I want to tell you about accessmore.com. Now hang in there with me. If you're a regular listener, first off, thank you. And I'm sure you've heard some of this before, but I appreciate your patience as I go on about accessmore.com at the beginning of every episode, because I share this info with you each and every week because Access More helps make this podcast possible. Isn't that a blessing? It is to me. And they have a plethora of podcasts all lined up for you to tune into. Access More is really a safe space to just go check out things you've never listened to before. And you don't have to worry about what you might click into because basically it's all good stuff. <laughs> but I, I have no doubt that you'll have something uh, that attracts you to click into it out there on Access More. There's loads of things that might suit your taste. They have current thought leaders, faith leaders, educators, Bible study leaders. They have theology, sermons, commentary, entertainment, and podcasts for men and women alike and people of all ages. So I hope you'll take a few minutes after this podcast episode and check out accessmore.com. I appreciate it. I know they will too. All right, on with today's episode, which you can find on almost all quality podcast platforms and on my website in the podcast player. So if you're ever out tooling around, you don't have your podcast loaded, something ready to go, just go to womaninspired.com. You can click on it and listen to it right there from my website. You'll also find all kinds of social media links and uh, where I'm speaking next, how you can schedule me for your next event or retreat or for your podcast, that would be great. Just contact me through that contact form. All right, enough of all the busy busyness. Let's jump right into getting uh, info about being all dressed up. <laughs> Today's episode, Dressed for Success, is uh, about a few different things, including making sure you're wearing the right clothes for the job or the occasion. And I'm doing this overview on what to wear because I just completed an episode on uh, the armor of God. It was my fifth or sixth episode and it, it we talked about the last two pieces of armor that uh, we hadn't talked about yet. So this goes hand in hand or shirt and skirt or uh, breastplate to breastplate, whatever. Goes, <laughs> it goes all together with the armor of God. So let's start out with a few pod quotes. Ready? Jesus showed us the way out of our despair and gave us the emotional armor to get up every day and get on with our lives. He led by emotion, not just words and action. That was from Jim Kelly. I like that because it's true. I love truth, but I like that because it pinpoints right there. Jesus led by emotion and not just words and action. All of it's important, right? All right, this is from Stormy O'Martian. Ephesians 6.13 is not a suggestion. It is a commandment. We are told to take action. The Bible would not have told us to take up the full armor of God in order to withstand evil if evil could have been withstood without doing so. All right, so when I touched on this topic a while back, I almost called... <laughs> 
one of the episodes naked and afraid because it might have been more befitting than dressed for success. I say that because today's topic made me think of that old story of the emperor and his new clothes. Do you recall that from childhood? I might not get all the details right, but basically it's about this emperor of a country who is pretty full of himself and what he prizes most is fine clothing and fine goods. He wanted those, you know, thousand dollar pair of high tops and the best fashionable capes and gowns and crowns to go with every occasion. It doesn't say high tops. I'm just throwing that in there. But anyway, what happened is he ended up getting swindled by men who pretended to be able to weave the absolute finest clothing from this quality magic thread. The hitch was the, the cloth was supposedly invisible to those who were idiots or stupid imbeciles. That's the way they got away with tricking the emperor because he didn't dare tell them that he couldn't see the new clothes made out of this magic invisible cloth or else they would have thought he was an imbecile. He, if he did, you know, everyone would have said, hey, he's not a quality person. He can't be an emperor. He's too stupid because he can't see these new clothes. So he pretended to put these clothes on and paraded through the streets naked because he thought, well, surely everyone else sees the thread. And everyone else around him pretended that he had awesome duds on too because they didn't want to appear stupid until one small child said hey uh you big old naked narcissistic poop you don't have any clothes on okay i paraphrase that (laughs) the words of the child um that this child spoke woke people up and when the emperor finally saw how many people started to laugh and point at him he knew he'd been duped and was walking the streets of his kingdom stark naked So first of all, even though this story was written in 1602, it's timeless. I mean, how many people today wear clothing they know might look horrible or are pretty sure it's not right for them, but they do it because influencers and Hollywood and, and social media and other people they know have pressured them and convinced them that it's the latest and greatest thing and they should do it. Or they squeeze their size 14 tushy into a size 10 and let things hang out and be accentuated in all kinds of places that have no business being accentuated or hanging out. Or they spend half a month's pay on a pair of shoes they may only wear once a month, all because they want to have the latest and greatest thing that will impress other people. Or they spend $60 on a jar of eye cream when they get something, or they could get something similar with almost the exact same ingredients for $12 at the drugstore. That's an emperor attitude that has been influenced by influencers. And how many people go along with whatever the world says, just easily swindled, willing to walk around naked because they don't want to appear to be stupid to the world, yet they're unwise in their daily life because they're doing this. Let me just ask you this question too. If you were walking down the street or in the mall or at the church and uh, you're pants fell down just one two three swoosh no notice pants underwear and all just flopped right down to your knees would you continue to walk around as if it didn't happen I mean would you mm, truck out on a hike in the woods in the freezing cold of winter without any clothes on or let's say you had clothing on but you didn't put a hat glove scarf or winter coat on in the freezing cold you just had a tank top shorts and flip-flops on either way you're dressed halfway or buck naked in 20 degree temperatures. Would you do that? I'm guessing 
I shouldn't assume, but I'm guessing anyhow that you just said no way to those questions. You would not go out on a winter hike buck naked and you wouldn't just wear a tank top shorts and flip flops to trudge through the snow. You would take the time to layer up, slip into some thermal underwear or long johns and make sure you had a heavy winter coat and gloves on. And more than likely, you'd protect your ears and, and your head by wearing a winter hat or a scarf or something, right? Of course you would. Anyone who could would. Who would not protect themselves from things like that? We would not venture out into dangerous weather or other dangerous conditions without protection. Even think about it in terms of what's going on in the world today. Many people still won't go anywhere without a mask on. I was traveling recently and was surprised at how many people in the airport were wearing masks. I mean, that's fine if that's what you feel led to do, but come on, don't wear a mask, but then remove the mask so you can sneeze or cough. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose. It's, it's not really protection, it, but people feel like it protected them. So they put it on. I mean, do you recall when people were afraid to go to the mailbox without putting a mask on? The fear of what might happen or who they might offend or what germs they might con contract, it, it thrusts them into this decision to quasi-protect themselves by taking the action of putting on this cloth mask. And in some ways, it did protect people, but as we found out in most cases, it may as well have been made from the emperor's magical thread for all of the protection it actually gave everyone. So... But the mindset was people still did it because they wanted to protect themselves from germs, right? It was an action they took to protect themselves. We still did it. We were determined to don whatever protection we could for ourselves and our families to keep them safe. So let me ask, why do so many of us go out and about doing things like that, but yet we go out without putting on spiritual clothing? We're all about the flesh and protecting it, but what about the spirit? The Bible has a lot to say about being clothed with the right things, but do we pay attention to it? Do you know that spiritual garments will protect you just as much or more than physical garments will? The Bible talks about what we're supposed to put on. Put on. On. It doesn't say we're supposed to consider wearing certain things. It says we have to take action by putting it on. There are places in the Bible that it tells us God is the one who is clothing us with certain things or, or, and, or he's girding us with one thing or another. But it also tells us that we have to put them on. He isn't going to force them, us into it. He has provided it we have to put it on. Do you get where I'm going with this? Colossians 3.12 says, So, as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. It's saying that we need to take action and put those things on us. Wear them. Let them show like a bride shows off her veil or her dress or her jewelry. Can you see that if we put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, humility, gentleness, and patience, how it would help protect us and other people too? I mean, overlay that thought to what's going on in the world around us today. How much different would the world be right now, just this very minute, if we all clothed ourselves in what Colossians 3.12 says we're supposed to clothe and put on? 
All these things, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience would give us peace rather than stirring up fear within each one of us. Can you see that if we act like Jesus by clothing ourselves in these things that Jesus was clothed with, that could, that would bear good fruit, that we can be part of the solution to a lot of problems in the world rather than adding to the problems. So as I put on, as I said, put on is an action that we must take. We're told to put on many things like Colossians 3 says, and we're also supposed to put on spiritual armor as well. And that's what I've shared with you the past few months in a handful of episodes, because the Bible talks about many things we should put on in order to stay safe and in order to keep from being naked and afraid like the emperor was. Yes, we have to, well, we don't have to, but we get to choose whether or not we want to be physically and spiritually naked. It's a choice. Some people are walking around filled with fear and anxiety, stress and worry, and they worry about every little thing. And it's basically like going out in the cold with no coat on. They're stepping into frigid, dangerous temperatures, wearing nothing but a tank top and flip flops. And that makes for a good beach song, but it's not good for wise living. You know, are you doing that? Are you going out naked and ending up afraid? Are you pretending to be an emperor acting like the, the things the world says to clothe yourself with are good enough because, hey, they look good, right? Or they look how someone expects them to look, whether they look good or not. Proverbs thirty one twenty five talks about a woman and how strength and dig- dignity are her clothing. And because of this, she can laugh at the future without fear. She is clothed with strength and dignity. Take just a minute and think, can you see how the things of God, the attributes of God and characteristics of God allow us to live without constant fear? We were made in his image and we have a choice whether or not we clothe ourselves with the things that are of God, like that strength and dignity that Proverbs 31, 25 speaks about. Both of those things will get you so far without fear as your constant companion and allow you as well to laugh at the days to come and who doesn't want to laugh because even though we have days when the bills are backed up on the desk and the washing machine died the car needs an oil change you you get into a fight with your spouse or your child and you're afraid for your teenager because his or her actions and reactions are off the chart rebellious and ridiculous and yet when we clothe ourselves with godly clothing like strength and dignity all those heavy serious and scary things happening They become lighter, less heavy. We're able to laugh a little more in between dealing with them. When we put on the clothing of God, we're shielding ourselves from the most evil of evil things that might come up against us. Galatians 3.27 says, For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. We have the opportunity to embrace that, to embrace that fact that we're clothed with this, this brilliance and love, compassion, grace and mercy that Christ himself was clothed with, clothed with. <laughs> Why wouldn't we take it? Why wouldn't we embrace it and walk around knowing that we're clothed in it? Isaiah 61 10 says, I will rejoice greatly in the Lord. My soul will exult in my God for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. He is telling us that salvation 
which is a gift from God, is something that he lays over us, that he gifts us with, that God places upon us. And here we have been offered garments of salvation. And if we accept them, he'll wrap us in a robe of righteousness. And that means right living. That means being unafraid to just live the right way. That is God's doing. But again, our choice whether or not we accept it. Do we just throw off those garments? Do we just throw off that opportunity to live a life like that? Do we say yes to it or not? Have you seen those commercials on TV for for fabric softener where the dad or the mom pulls out a big bath towel that's just been washed and dried and the little kid comes running up to the parent and the parent wraps the child in that big fresh towel and the parents lift him up and hugs him and just wraps their, their arms around the child with this warm towel? I love that vision because I can remember my dad doing that when I was little, just taking his big, strong arms and wrapping them around me uh, with a blanket or a towel and hugging me and, and just giving me lots of love. I felt so safe and so comforted. I can also envision God doing that to us when we finally make it home. He will wrap his arms around us, but I also have the blessing that he offer something to me now to wrap around me spiritually. He does that now. He wraps me with his righteousness and his love as long as I am willing to accept him. One time my daughter uh, was about eight and we were rushing around getting ready to go to church and so I dashed to the kitchen to get a blouse from the dryer. I had just grabbed the blouse and was standing in the kitchen with my slacks on, shoes on, and, and a bra and that's it. No blouse. She comes walking through whistling, just minding her own business. I wasn't sure she even saw me at first, but then she got about three feet past me, stopped, turned around and looked at me. Her eyes were wide and she said, nice pants and just kept on walking. I laughed so hard. She was cool as a cucumber about it. Didn't face her except for a brief 10 seconds. But can you imagine what her reaction would have been if I went out of the house like that? No proper clothing at all. If I had set that blouse aside and gone out in the freezing cold without it and without a coat on, it would be akin or the same thing to spiritually getting, uh, spiritually setting God and all he has to offer to me aside and going out in the world without clothing myself and wrapping myself in what God offers me. I would be choosing to go out unprotected, unshielded, without the proper clothing, not dressed for success. I would go out without clothing myself with something that was right there for me to protect myself with. But so often, that's what we do. We just set the idea of God aside, leave him at home, or crack the Bible open one day a week for Bible study and then chat with him once in a while. And when we do that, it's just like going out around life half naked. It's like walking out in a snowstorm with a tank top and flip-flops on like I talked about a minute ago. Or even worse, it's like walking straight out into a battlefield with no armor on. What if you walked out into an active battlefield in the middle of a war with only a tank top and flip-flops on? No armor at all. How long do you think you'd last? Would you stand there naked and afraid? Wondering why you're getting hurt or why people are looking at you so oddly or treating you poorly or trying to hurt you? Would you be one of those people who walks out into the battlefield in active gunfire, enemies all around trying to take you down and wonder why you got hit and mad at God for it later? Why didn't he protect you? Why did you end up in the hospital barely hanging on to life, lying there thinking, but I thought God was going to protect me. God said he loves his children. Didn't he love me enough to keep me safe? And yet, he gave you armor. 
He gave you a way to protect yourself. He gave you a shield, a helmet, a breastplate, a sword. But you went out into that battle armed with flip-flops and a tank top. (laughs) Sometimes we do that, don't we? God gives us direct instructions, commandments, and gifts, and we fail to use them or utilize them and follow his instructions. Then when we get hurt, we blame God for it because he wasn't there for us. Hmm. I think at one time or I don't know, two times, maybe 20 times in my life, I've fallen like that. We all fall into that category at some point, don't we? And what about a soldier? What would happen to a soldier out in the desert or in a jungle if he or she didn't put on their camouflage clothing, their helmets, their gun, and if a police officer didn't armor up with a bulletproof vest? They're walking out into the battle unarmed. Nothing to protect their body, their brains, their heart, their limbs. Like it or not, we're in a spiritual battle every single day of our lives. Why? Because the world has evil in it, and evil would love nothing more than to stop every single one of us in our tracks and keep us from doing God's will in our lives. From, He wants to keep us from the path of purpose. Evil wants us to, to give up, give in, lay down, and wish to die. Satan wants us to get drunk, cheat on our spouses, become addicted to Facebook, put our careers first, become full of ourselves, take our loved ones for granted, stress out to the point we have to take meds every single day just to handle the smallest bit of anxiety and give up. So why do we go out naked and allow him to do that to us? We wonder why we end up afraid, stressed, in a lump on the bed in the middle of the day, pleading for God to help us when all the while... He has, he was, he still is, and he has given us armor to help protect us. And yet so often we just go out naked and afraid. We become so afraid that we can't even function. It's an epidemic. Look at our younger generation right now. People in their 20s, their early 30s, they can't function. They can live off video games and high energy drinks. And everything else freaks them out. And that doesn't go for everybody, but I see it a lot. I recently read an article when I was looking for some additional info on armor or or armoring up. And this article caught my eye because it was in a popular magazine. And the title was Courage, Ditch the Armor. The author, who I don't believe was Christian, was making a case that the only way to truly be courageous was to ditch any personal armor we have. She said, when you're armored up, a person closes themselves off from options, limits their openness to new ideas, and dulls their curiosity for learning and taking risks. She encourages people to become great followers, workers, and leaders by ditching their armor because otherwise you can't exercise bravery and learn to be courageous. Now, perhaps she meant this in more of a psychological and social sense, But this is all contrary to what the Bible says. And actually, the more the world spins on and on, and the more we see the signs that the book of Revelation tells us about in the world around us, because they're happening, I think the bravest thing we can do is to armor up, to be discerning enough to clothe ourselves with everything the Lord blesses us with, to protect ourselves and to guide us on this journey. It doesn't mean you're not open. It doesn't mean you're not loving. It doesn't mean you can't experience new things and be adventurous. In fact, it takes courage to admit we aren't in control and we don't have to be. It takes courage to admit when we need help 
It takes courage to understand and admit that we're not on this journey alone and we're not supposed to be alone. It takes courage to admit that someone else has a plan for our lives. It takes courage not to have an emperor attitude that cares more about people who write articles and influencers on social media. To not be more concerned about what others think of us than being concerned about following God's plan for our lives and his word. And the thing is, we have help. Remember that quote I read earlier? I'll read it again. Ephesians 6.13 is not a suggestion. It is a commandment. We are told to take action. The Bible would not have told us to take up the full armor of God in order to withstand evil if evil could be could have been withstood without doing so. This says so much. Again, we have to put on and take up the armor that God provides for us. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 talks about that armor. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take up the helmet of the salvation, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So again, I ask you, are you going out without armor on? Are you naked and afraid? Are you, or, or are you dressed for success? Because when you're armored up, you are dressed for success. Are you willing to continue to live your life exposed, open to the enemy and easily wounded? Or are you courageous enough to say, I'm going to ditch the emperor attitude, the influencers in my life, and take up the armor of God that he designed specifically for me and let God influence me. I'm going to put on all that God offers me. That's what I'm going to do. And I pray that you will as well. Don't go out naked. I'm sure you'll be happy to know that I won't either (laughs) physically or spiritually, by the way. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Woman Inspired podcast. Don't forget to hop on out to womaninspired.com for all the details and for for more information on my podcasts. I appreciate you listening. Have a blessed day.